0: Beautiful podcast. We speak about the light. Hold back truths to spare your feelings. We never rock the boat. No unfiltered opinions here. Um, um. Oh, no, you're listening to unfiltered, unfiltered. If it's politics, tech, entertainment, global headlines, and everything in between, we shoot you straight through the eyes with the truth. Streaming to six continents from Colorado Springs, Colorado, and West Hollywood, California. Sponsored by the Studsman Group. We're real. We're raw. We are unfiltered. This is Bobby and Luke. Welcome to
1: Unfiltered with Bobby and Luke. It is Wednesday evening, February 17th. Luke, it has been a few days since the Trump impeachment trial. And before air, we were discussing kind of our thoughts. And let let our listeners know what your thoughts currently are about the backlash that the seven senators are now experiencing.
2: Fuck that shit. Is that straightforward (laughs) enough? Um, Beautiful, you know.
1: Beautiful. That was. I immediately
2: posted something uh, because I have, you know, I we have so many friends and family still back in Nebraska, and I just hope that Ben Sass doesn't have the, you know, you've got. God, what was that asshole's name? I don't know. I don't even, it, it doesn't even matter his name. The the head of the GOP out in Pennsylvania saying that we didn't send Pat Toomey to Congress to vote his conscience. But, dude. But, really? Yes, yes. Like, that blew me the fuck away. You you just, what? I mean, they've, like, Trump always said the quiet part out loud. Now all these motherfuckers are doing it. And, right. I, I, okay, then why did you send him to Congress? Are, are you kidding me? Uh, it just, uh, yeah, the the backlash against the the brave seven, as we can call them, or whatnot, it, it, it just it it shows uh, a touch of uh, lack of integrity. Can I say? Can I? Yeah. Can, can I put yeah. that there. That uh, this is no longer. Look, look you know, <laughs> all of my friends out there that used to call themselves Republicans. Okay. Just mm-hmm. understand that this is no longer the the GOP, which remember, friends, stands for Grand Old Party, the Party of Lincoln. Okay, right. this is not that party. This the the GOP, the Party of Lincoln, the party that freed the slaves, the party that uh, supported civil rights. This is not that party. Mm-hmm. This is now the MAGA party. All right, period. There there's no there's no ifs ands uts uh, or if ands uts uh, or buts uh, about it. I, I just get so worked up because I grew up in a pretty conservative nuclear family. My 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 broader family was uh, had some pretty liberal leanings, but my nuclear family, you know, my folks, you know, we were, were small town midwestern folks, and I grew up with those small town midwestern values, and I I still hold a lot of those close to my heart. And this party, this MAGA party doesn't stand for any of that. It just it. This is not Bob Dole's party, Nancy Kassebaum's party. You know, this, this is not, you know, it's not even Ben Sasse's party anymore. Right? It's, right. it's, it's, it's the MAGA party now. You know this whole
1: evolution, right? The whole evolution. I was kind of thinking about this over the weekend. The evolution of the GOP to MAGA really kind of started with the Tea Party. Would you not agree? Yeah,
2: the Tea Party definitely had their their moment in the sun, yep. and when you know it just it just made okay. Look, the parties have their ideological uh, flanks, right? Right. Uh, just like the Dems have their progressives. OK, like the, the AOCs of the world, the squad, whatnot, Bernie, um, you know, the, the more progressive left flank of the party. OK, right. the right. Republicans also had their more conservative. uh It used to be, I mean. Gosh, it was what the Christian coalition back in the day, the, fu- the Jerry Falwells of the world, right. like the fu- the right, and then you right. And then there was the Tea Party, and mm-hmm. Sarah Palin was about as offensive as it got. And <laughs> then, you know, it, 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 you know, and that was the far right, but it was still like the it's like, okay, there's still nor like I'm sorry, but uh, to use the word, I hate the word normal, but you know, the more center right yeah. uh Republicans. But then all of a sudden on the right side of the aisle, there was a flip flop because of one man. And I don't even want to say his fucking name. Fuck that guy, you know, right. It, right. it just, it's, it, it, it swung the pendulum for the, uh, the right side of the party and are the right side, excuse me, the right side of the political spectrum here in America. And uh, I don't know, Bobby, I would say if, if there wasn't a better time than now, I don't know when it's been that perhaps America does need more than two political parties, you know, right. maybe, maybe. And there right. are, there are, there are already, uh, let me rephrase that. There are already more than two political parties in America needs more than two prominent political parties. Right. Uh, Right. And that's
1: what's been the problem. You know, independents, That's what they are. They're independent. They have a hard time getting the donations needed to keep their, you know, their train rolling in the right direction through primaries mm-hmm. and all that. But, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you look at Trump, right? Four years of compulsive outright lying to the American people. Yep. Yep. Not giving a shit what norms are, what the rules are, what the laws are. And now that he is no longer the president, it's like the Senate, right? The Senate has stepped up. We just had the impeachment trial, but now the Senate has stepped up and has taken like his place. Like each of them have a piece. They all have a piece of the Trump pie and they don't give a shit what they say, how they say it, how crazy or off the wall. The shit that comes out of their mouth is they don't care yeah they they just don't care
2: you know ted cruz and josh Hawley, you know get the get the attention which they should uh because they (laughs) were the most vocal on the day of the insurrection and leading up to it and whatnot but you know they're, they're they're also uh that the special place in hell that the two of them are going uh is also there for your oh i don't know your marco rubios of the world and uh, <laughs> you know uh, these, these uh, other senators that just uh, blindly go with the flow because you know I, I would rather keep my head down and yeah. keep my seat than you know rock any boats. And let me tell you something. Lisa Marout of the seven of the seven that voted, okay? Uh, all of them. We're either retiring or, you know, pretty early in their terms, meaning right. that there's plenty of time for the national memory hole or the the all this to go down the national memory hole. Lisa Murkowski is up for reelection in 2022. Right. And I guarantee you that they are she is going to get primaried. I I don't know a lot about Nebraska or excuse me, Alaska. A lot, the other seward. Alaska Alaska politics <laughs> yeah. I should because I actually have family up there I, I my my dad's brother's family is up uh, up there um but it is it'll be interesting to see uh, specifically because of what you just mentioned there Bobby about independence and can they you yeah. know because Lisa Murkowski has has kept her seat largely because of the fact that she's a centrist right so I am curious to see what 2022 looks for her in a state like Alaska. Uh, She is all but guaranteed to face a heavily funded primary challenger now. Mm. Um, If she does not win that primary, does she try to keep her seat as an independent? And what does that look like? Could 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 be telling for the road ahead.
1: Yeah. She was interviewed over the weekend and she's actually, she said she's looking forward to whatever is to come. She said, bring it on. So I think she's ready to fight. Yeah,
2: absolutely. She, she is a fighter and, and she's, she, you know, she, she, other than her, uh, other, uh, extreme coast, uh, the, the always concerned Susan Collins, uh, She's an actual <laughs> fighter. She actually has convictions, and uh, I, I look forward to to supporting her uh, in her primary and then uh, hoping we can beat her, uh, whatever bl- uh, blue dog we get up there.
1: Right, right. Now, do you think that Biden's going to get his $1.9 trillion package passed with any GOP support? Uh,
2: no. No. No, no, I, 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 no, no. I I think that that whole meeting with the 10, uh, the 10 senators uh, at the white house was a, a beautiful photo op. And as right. Susan, Susan uh, Collins said, I always want to call her Suzanne Collins, but that's a whole different thing, right? That's a romance <laughs> novelist, right? Uh, right? Anyway, as right. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear this Susan Collins take on uh sexy nights. Anyway, um she, said they had a lovely conversation, and that's about where I think that will forever be. It was a lovely conversation. <laughs> I don't I, I think this is passing through reconciliation period. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, the bigger, more important question is, what does it take to keep fucking Joe Manchin on board, and will the minimum wage hike get in there? Will the parliamentarians say yes, and what exactly? is that parliamentarian's role um but we can get into that
1: yeah we'll get into that here on the other side yes i ordered a frappuccino where's my fucking frappuccino <laughs> all right let's do this
2: when I pretend everything is what I want it to be, I look exactly like what you had always wanted to see. When I pretend I can't forget about the criminal I am, still a second after second just cause I know I
0: can. But I can't pretend this is the way it'll stay, I'm just. I can't pretend I'm who you want me to be, so I. Yeah. Pimp, nigga, gone. Brush your shoulders off. <laughs> Ladies, is pimps too gone? Brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby. Don't forget that boy I told you get, get that to probably, probably be locked by the trying to some
1: All right, Luke. Sad news today was announced that Rush Limbaugh had passed away.
2: Yes, R.I.P. Mr. Limbaugh. You know two things. So. One, like mentioned, uh, I did grow up in a pretty conservative uh, household and Rush Limbaugh, in his early years, I don't know if it was because he was in his early years or I was naive, but I don't know. He It, it didn't seem as bad. And so I just have... I don't want to say fond memories, but I have memories of listen listening to Rush with my dad and this and that. And it's like, okay, you know. So, you know, that those, you know, and my of course that was like what 30 plus years ago. So I don't know, things change. 30 but uh, 30 yeah, 3rd thir- 30-ish, excuse me. <laughs> but um more sad uh to me personally is that how he died, he passed from lung cancer, uh, cancer just keeps taking Uh, people far too soon. And with all this, you know, all the advances in modern medicine and technology, it just boggles my mind that we're still not further along on, on cancer, not just research, but, and, or cures, but, you know, elongating lives and, and, and letting people, uh, with cancer, you know, survive, you know, he was 70. So not a bad age, uh, but at the same time, it's sad. It's always right. sad to see somebody uh, passed away, whether, you know, I won't get into what he became or any of that, but uh, rest in peace, Rush. Hold
1: yep. On. Yep. You know, it's yep. hard to, you know, obviously he was who he was and he, you know one thing he did was he didn't shy away from what he believed although how how maybe fucked up it was but we're not gonna sit here and and badmouth the guy you know rest in peace and it was you know kind of cool to see people on our side of the aisle today on various social media platforms yeah. you yeah. know just kind of saying you know let's let the guy pass peacefully don't talk your shit and you know, and whatnot. So, like yeah. even Sheldon Bale, you know, our buddy Sheldon that's yeah. been our pod before, posted uh-huh. something nice to that, to that effect as well. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, rest in peace, Rush. Uh,
2: what you were uh, principal in helping to create is still, still, uh, first and foremost on our minds because the president that we all thought never would be uh just got acquitted again didn't he bobby
1: he did he did uh, yeah yeah it wasn't shocking you know the the uh, aftermath and the excuses of why 43 of state uh, are, uh republican governors voted the way they did still doesn't make any sense to me but at the end of the day, we kind of went into an understanding that we were only going to get three, four, hopefully five, but we actually got seven, you know, Republican senators that voted to to remove and, and, and all that. So,
2: yeah, I mean, the, the, the wonderful thing about this trial was the fact that we did get, uh, it's the the uh, uh, the most bipartisan verdict in the history of impeachment. Right. And I I think there is, you know, bipartisan agreement even with those who voted to acquit uh that Trump was very instrumental in the insurrection. So You've got uh, this war of words now playing out between Mitch McConnell and uh, former President Trump. Uh, Trump obviously resorting to his old time tactics of uh, middle school names and this and that. And I I, I love how even without Twitter, he, he's getting these statements released. I guess now he doesn't have an editor so he can just. <laughs> they say what he's thinking and it gets right. played out on the news, uh, the, the, uh, played out in media. But, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell said in a very full-throated condemnation that he was only voting against this because of constitutional yeah. reasons, but that yeah. otherwise Trump was wholly and completely responsible for this insurrection
1: so (laughs) right what was the constitutional issue right they 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 all said that but none of them brought to the table what they were talking about because day one the democrats put that to bed
2: yeah so we we spent the entire first day of the of the of the trial debating the constitutionality of the trial and that was the question was can you impeach a former president not a sitting president but a former president and the arguments were made the vote was had and it was decided by majority vote that yes you can impeach a former president so like we talked about on our last pod that was supposed to leave that argument like lay it to rest that right. you that, you know, we you had your argument, you made your case. Um, now, we're going to have the trial, and you've sworn an oath to be an impartial juror. Uh, what we got instead were uh, the uh, aforementioned Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley and others actually huddling with the defense attorneys, giving them tips and pointers and uh, the 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 rest of the majority of at least half of the jury uh, uh, being told by their leader, Mitch McConnell, that you can still go ahead and say this is a constitutional uh, situation. And so I'm going to vote to acquit. Um, No justice was done in the verdict of the trial. Right. But I think justice might have somewhat started to be done with the trial i first of all applaud the house managers they did an incredible job uh it was a i mean they just sliced and diced uh the the argument that trump was not complicit in this and that he his you know first amendment rights allowed him to say the nonsense he said on that morning and and whatnot um you know they they really did an uh, amazing job of taking care of that i i do however wish that they would have stuck to their guns saturday morning and we might have had a couple of witnesses uh. yes yeah, uh, you know uh, uh that was that was disappointing that they kind of they got they got their they got their mojo going and they yeah. they said we're gonna do this and then no we're gonna do we're gonna do this instead
1: I, yeah I, I think know. they realized they they weren't gonna get the vote so why go through all that Biden you know wanted it done as quickly as possible obviously but the good news is although he wasn't impeached his legal lawsuits, Oh, yeah. That are pending personally, criminally, statewide and federally is pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and first and foremost, I want to mention the the lawsuit that was just brought uh, by the NAACP on behalf of a sitting member of Congress uh, for breaking the KKK uh, <laughs> uh Uh, legislation, uh, basically saying that, you know, a a sitting member of government cannot uh, promote uh, this kind of violence against another sitting member of government, something along those lines, and uh, therefore put his life in danger. And that was only worsened by the fact that they were made to uh, shelter in place with asshole members of congress from the right that refuse to mask up you know cuz we are still in a pandemic do you right. do you you, you uh, I I know you remember bobby does everybody remember that yeah. that we're still in a fucking pandemic this is you know yes yes a, a small percentage of americans have been uh, vaccinated but we're still in a pandemic
1: right and i also remember back in back in the end of march uh early april when trump said that you know we wouldn't have over 40,000 dead and here we're sitting on almost 500,000 tonight
2: bobby i remember a a a very happy President Trump saying that by Easter
0: we're yes, gonna have a exactly.
2: beautiful reopening. Won't that yeah. be won't that be magical? Won't that be Everybody beautiful? Everybody needs
1: to go to church. Everybody needs yeah. to be pack the different. churches.
2: Yes. Sing out loud. This is all yeah. gonna be behind us uh, in just a matter <laughs> of matter of weeks. Uh,
0: here we are.
1: No, no. As it's, we, we do continue right
2: the here. the sad march towards half a million dead. Americans. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And uh the Biden administration made their announcement was it yesterday? They are gonna be doing um, uh, with the manufacturing and all that they're ramping up and increasing that by 56%. And they're getting absolutely
2: absolutely the, we're gonna
1: Yeah, we're gonna have
2: yeah. these. Yeah, you know, we're going to have, we've got Moderna saying they can get more doses into those vials. We've got other vaccines that are about to come online. You know, we're, we're, we're getting our way forward. But the problem, Bobby, is that we're still just so marred in this locality to locality problem you know, right. that some places are doing, like I mentioned on the last pod, you know, my parents left Kansas to go down to Arizona uh, just to, you know, see if they could get their shot and they, and they got it, you know, and, right. and well, yeah, yeah. And they'll get their second one here shortly. Um, and here in California, for example, you know, we, we, we had a, for a good first rollout of the first, uh, you know, first shots for, uh, uh, essential healthcare workers and, and, and others in the one A and one B category, but then they had to stop all of those, uh, vaccinate, or all they had to stop the first shots to make sure they had enough vaccine for the second shots because they weren't, Newsome is saying that oh we we thought we'd have more coming in and this and that and ah uh, it's just such a clusterfuck it's a clusterfuck yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I, yeah. I i and then we have states you know we got states like texas and certain certain areas where i i've got friends who have 18 an year old and a 20 year old living at home and both of their kids have already been b- vaccinated wow wow yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. here it's still 70 or, or above. Yeah. And you know, Joe yesterday said he's hoping to have anybody who wants it by what July or something. You know what? And even that made me a little sad because yeah. it me too. It was at
2: first it was anybody who wants it by April. And we're all the way back to July now. You know, it it's it it look. We decided to start a podcast so we could hold everyone to account, and we could, you know, shoot the facts and, and and talk about what's going on. Right. And I know we've spent the the vast majority of our time, uh, you know, talking about and yeah. rightfully so all the shit that's going on on the right side of the aisle. But there's some shit going on on the left side of the aisle as well, right. and it always upsets me when any time uh, you know, one of our one of our leaders. You know that they, they they you know make a mistake or they don't own up to something and uh, not to say that you know Joe is just going off of the information that he has in front of him at the time and so okay fine and at least he was open and honest and said hey it's not April it's July whatever okay but. Then at the same time, we've got the situation up in New York right now, which really breaks my heart, which is coming to light that Andrew Cuomo, who is one of my favorite uh, politicians in the Democratic Party, uh, may or may not have been complicit in the, uh, you know, data, uh, you know, changing of data to report uh, deaths at nursing homes in the state of New York. In that one of our one of my at least favorite uh, primetime anchors, uh, his brother Chris Cuomo uh, is not being very is not being, uh, let's say a true journalist when it comes to reporting the truth about what's going on in New York right now. So, you know, Got to, got to hold everyone's feet to the fire and uh th- this this latest piece i saw uh on a- on uh Anderson tonight you know a, a new york politician saying that he got some a democrat uh got some very very uh, heavy pressure <laughs> uh from from the Cuomo uh, administration to keep his mouth shut about uh what's going on in the nursing homes in new york city and i just I mean, yeah. I I, I want to say that I hope it's not true, but right. I'm gonna I'm gonna my my smarter self knows that it probably is true, and it's disappointing. It's disappointing. That's all. well,
1: and honestly, Luke, there's been a lot of states, right? If you go back and look at the data, there's been a lot of states that have kind of underreported for a very long time, and you'll see, you know, you could go back and mark it on. On February fifteenth, say the state of Texas showed I don't know uh, ten thousand cases, and then a week or two later, you can go back and check the same timeline for the state of Texas. Specifically, Texas, Florida is also known for it. The Dakotas, then it'll be, it'll be like twelve thousand five hundred, like it updates and trickles in later after everybody's looked at the numbers mm-hmm. and. And or there are states that have not reported deaths for four or five days. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, the whole reporting thing has been really inconsistent from the very, very beginning. You know, if you recall at the very beginning, if you had symptoms, the hospitals were just sending you home. And look how many hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, those first four weeks that weren't getting tested, that weren't yeah. counted, you know.
2: Right, right. So yeah, you know there there've there been issues up and down uh up and down the uh not up well up and down in east to west uh, within the United States and our our uh broader territories but uh one thing that is happening right here at home right now is a horrific winter storm that has I don't know if you ask me can there be any more doubt that climate change is an issue mm-hmm. that must be addressed? It is perchance the uh, most pressing issue uh, of our, our lifetime, our generation, our, our children's generation. I, I don't know. Um, but speaking of, uh, we, we we're talking about Texas a little bit, speaking of Texas, we got folks down in, uh, Southern Texas, down in the Gulf Coast area, down in the Houston, uh, 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 Austin area, that haven't seen temperatures above freezing in over a week now, plus feet of snow on top of them. And they have no power. Um, right. You know, they're, they're getting just, just absolutely, you know, beaten down in every respect of the word. But in the meantime, you know, when you have people literally freezing to death in their homes, you've got the governor, fuck this guy, sorry, uh, yeah. Greg Abbott saying that, oh, well, uh, we we don't have any, uh, we, you know, this is all happening because of uh, the Green New Deal. Uh, right. it's, the deadly, it's the deadly New Deal. And that's why this is happening in Texas right now.
1: And specifically, Name Drop's AOC, like she's the one who implemented it, and it's her problem, her fault for what Texas is experiencing. It's like, well, you guys ordered the wrong wind turbines. You guys (laughs) had the wrong infrastructure. You never winterized your energy grid since 2017. Mm -hmm. So the issues are on the leadership in that state. And as we know, Greg Abbott has been a piece of shit for a long time.
2: Oh, yeah, he, he's he's the walking, talking embodiment of the problem of the uh, MAGA party. Um, you know, but, the, you know, the, uh, yes, Greg, Greg Abbott is a piece is a piece of shit. And we will definitely get more into that. But, you know, these problems with Texas uh, started back in the days of FDR when Texas decided to go it alone because they're fucking Texas, you know. Mm-hmm. So in the United States, there are three major power grids. There's the West grid, the East grid and the Texas grid and the West grid and the East grid are connected. The Texas grid is wholly and completely a standalone grid that was done to make sure that Texas states rights baby Texas remains autonomous in controlling their power and their energy and the use of it. Right. Uh, and so, in a really stark, in a really stark, uh, image of that, uh, there's a town in Texas called, or well, there's a town in Texas and Arkansas <laughs> called Texarkana and yep. literally there's state line road that runs right down the middle of that town. I'm very familiar with state line roads as there's such a road that runs down the middle of Kansas city, uh, in, uh, Kansas city, Missouri and Kansas city, Kansas. Um, go chiefs, we'll get into it. Uh, but anyway, (laughs) anyway, the Arkansas side is all plowed. The Lights are on looks great. Texas side lights are off. No plowing looks like a fucking shithole right so for greg fucking abbott to go on where else fox tv and mm-hmm. say uh this is the uh this is uh because of aoc and the green new deal fuck <laughs> you dude fuck you like right no, no oh and by the way less than 10 look it up ladies and gentlemen less than 10 percent of texas's energy is supplied by renewable energy sources right over over 90 percent of that shit is still through this fossil fuel industry yeah absolutely oil baby oil that's oil country right so i i abbott is like these assholes are now they do it all the time I, i don't know why i'm surprised when they do they're just flat out lying they're just right. flat out lying and they know they're lying. They know they're fucking lying, but they do it anyway because they don't,
1: give a shit. they don't give a shit.
2: Yeah, they don't. They don't. They, they just, they say what they think that their base wants to hear and that's it. Right. And, and if I can, for just a second, um, deviate from, you know, the, the crisis that's going on in, in Texas right now is terrible. And I have friends in Texas, as I'm sure, you know, Bobby, you do too, and others, like it is terrible. And people are truly and really dying because right. of the cold weather. Um, but this inclination to just feed into the base is, I think, the, the toxicity that exists in America right now. Everybody wants to talk about how divided America is and Joe last night, uh, I, I, you know, had, I hope everybody got a chance to check it out. Uh, had, had some really great moments at his town hall last night. And one of my favorite moments when was, when he was asked about the, the dichotomy that exists, the, you know, in America right now, and he said, "Look, here's the here here's the truth of the matter." Good old Joe, fucking talking to us straight to the heart. Look, folks. Here we go. Here we go. Twenty five percent of the Republican Party is mega. Twenty five percent of the Democratic Party is the super progressive AOC. Wait, we'll call it AOC. I don't know what else to call it. Okay. That leaves 75% of Democrats, 75% of Republicans, and all of those Americans that don't identify with a political party that are just completely left out of the rhetoric right now. There are so many Americans that are more aligned than Fox, Newsmax, And sadly, CNN, MSNBC would let you know, you know, there's so many, so many of folks that just find themselves somewhere in the middle that want to work together. And so Joe brought that up in saying like, look, I didn't. I said I was I want to unify America. I didn't say I want to unify the parties or unify the their contentious, you know, flanks. I want to unify America. I want to unify Americans. You know, we, the people that probably more oftentimes than not look at some of the shit that's happening and say, I don't, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. And so I I just thought that was a really powerful moment and God damn it. I hate that it came. Well, I hate, I, I don't hate that it had to come to light. I hate that it had to happen That. uh, Bruce Springsteen had a DUI back in the day, or back not in the day, last November, and so that uh, Jeep commercial from the Super Bowl had to be pulled. Uh, Do you remember that one, Bobby? The the Jeep commercial about the middle of America and finding the middle and all of that. Um,
1: Super Bowl that Tom Brady won.
2: (laughs) Oh fuck, bro! I was gonna save this for the end, but are you really? You really
1: want to fucking get into this shit now? (laughs) oh it's been facebook has been pretty phenomenal these past few weeks and uh i i do want to say i will admit elizabeth dickinson pool your mahomes tea does look actually pretty good <laughs> so hold on hold on so for anybody that
2: hasn't been paying attention my beloved kansas city chiefs were pretty much fucking embarrassed in the super bowl uh yeah. by this okay. this guy let's, this, let's this newcomer drop, to the league tom brady let's
1: drop uh the and
2: pretty they were embarrassed <laughs> and uh you know this longtime colts fan that i co-host this pod with decided uh, to jump on the brady bandwagon and uh
1: no, no, and no, no. uh
2: decide uh decide that you know tom brady and the bucks are the best thing that's ever happened since sliced bread and uh we all thought that this would end after the Super Bowl, but oh no, it hasn't. It's it's if anything, I would say it's intensified. So yep. yeah,
1: for for,
2: for for all to hear, please tell me, Colts fan, uh, oh. how you can uh dispute Peyton Manning's opinion that Tom Brady is lucky more than he's good.
1: Hey i agreed with peyton but i'm in this so deep i couldn't agree with that (laughs) statement on facebook so but hey this (laughs) started weeks before the super bowl everybody was saying tom brady overrated packers were gonna win the chiefs were gonna win all these you know all these teams were gonna win so i was like all right i'm gonna pick tom over and this was the first year ever right picking brady for anything Peyton Manning should have six more rings than he's got right now, but because of Tom Brady, that hasn't happened. That didn't uh-huh. happen.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So I picked him over. What was that? What was the first one? The uh uh, uh, uh
2: Packers Saints Saints.
1: Yeah, Saints. Yep, the Saints, yep. and then I got a bunch of shit about that. So then I picked him again versus the Packers, but leading up, right? The mm-hmm. Saints. The Saints happened, but then it was leading up to that next game with the Packers that everybody's shit started coming my way. Like, nope, Aaron Rodgers is going to smoke their ass and do this, and Packers are going to do that. Well, then Brady ran through the Packers and mm-hmm. then get to the Super Bowl. And then you see the spread, you see the comments, all this shit from everybody, and then I was like, nope, I'm going with Tom Brady. We've said it on the podcast – we said it on TK's podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, I need a mulligan. You guys can co- can go listen to that. I predicted that as well, and then then the Super Bowl actually happened, Luke, and it was it was just beautiful. But again, again Bobby,
2: it was just beautiful, but there were so many oh God, there were so many things that Okay, I will but, what, but why why the love affair with Tom Brady? Why can't you just say it's just feeding in The the Bucks, the Bucks were the better team. Right. They were,
1: you well, know, I will admit a lot of the calls that went the Bucks way were horse shit. You know, there was holding I'm like they were showing the replay. If you go back and watch it, the replays they kept showing of the Chiefs holding. There was holding down the line on the other side that they didn't call on the Bucks. So right. I I obviously was not that was not my my call Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, everybody <laughs> was fired up. And then the comments that came after, um all the posts about tom brady being overrated he shouldn't have seven rings Mm -hmm. you know mahomes this and the chiefs that and and so it's just it's just turned into this thing that i never i never anticipated but it's been fun (laughs) (laughs) i okay well as long as
2: you're having fun bobby because
1: uh (laughs) hey my team doesn't have a quarterback so i've been having fun What's going on, man? Is Carson on his way? What? 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 What, what do you think? I don't, know. We're, I don't we're, know. We gotta.
2: We gotta get TK back on here and figure it out.
1: Yeah, you know they've got the cap space. They just need to pay the money. You know they want to. You know, they want the best and not pay. That's kind of, you know, kind of been their mojo for a while. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, as a, as a, uh, <laughs> beleaguered, uh, Kansas City, I know I'm switching sports, but as a beleaguered Kansas City, uh, Royals fan, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I understand, uh, having the money, but not spending the money and kind of scratching your head about, uh, are we gonna, we're we gonna, we're we gonna, we gonna try to play this year? Well, oh, no. we're we're just going to be last again okay cool got it okay got it
1: (laughs) well you know i'm I'm not saying teams need to spend you know the most every season but if you want the best quarterback you got to pay market you know if you can get you know a tandem you know a package with a quarterback and a tight end or a quarterback and a wide receiver you know fine but you know right now we just need somebody that's going to be there for a while and not a one and done or a two and done you know temporary... Court. Oh, you mean
2: you don't want Tom Brady to come and play his last couple of years for the Colts?
1: No. He's good <laughs> where he's at. I wanted want Deshaun Watson. That's who I want.
2: Ah, yeah. Yeah. I and talk about, man, there is some really, really brutally honest reporting about how the, the Houston's and their or, excuse yeah. me, the Texans uh, and their management just beat the life out of that kid and oh. You know, uh, I I hope Deshaun Watson finds a great team to land at and ends up having a, a wonderful long career, which is what he deserves. Because uh, mm-hmm. what the, the shit he had to endure at the Texans is is just shit. And uh, JJ Watt to the uh, Packers, right? TK? No.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great move. I think he's gonna, you know, he'll he'll be there. He'll be a leader. He'll be captain yeah. or whatever. Mm. and vastly improved the defense. And maybe a, a J.J. Watt would have been a difference versus the Bucks. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, maybe. Because
1: I said going into that game, if they got Tom Brady off, out of the pocket, the Bucks were fucked. Gotcha. They didn't get him out of the pocket, and they didn't get him out of the pocket that much in the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, well, you know, there there was another uh article about your, rod your
1: with the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs and asked him that.
2: Well, there was another article about your uh your your boyfriend there, uh, uh, uh TB12, that <laughs> if if he had gotten uh the uh. shitty protection that Mahomes got. Wow. Uh it would have possibly been the worst physical beatdown a quarterback ever received in the history of the NFL. So, you know, be happy. Oh, and the, and then the, the 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 other side of that was if Mahomes had the kind of protection that uh Brady received, that it might have been the highest statistical output of any quarterback ever in the NFL.
1: So, what could be. Absolutely. You know, but, so you know, the Chiefs were at a disadvantage. They didn't have their starting O line. And that made the oh, difference. Oh, uh, there was a
2: linebacker, not uh, our boy from Nebraska, but one of the other uh, linebackers from Tampa Bay uh, made, <laughs> some, made some comments about how that's horse shit because, you know, Eric Bianami, I love you, my friend, but apparently he stubbornly did not, th- just continually did not send help to the line to to try to uh you know hold back the the, the that front 4 or 5 uh that yeah. kept getting pressure so right. it was in, an interesting post game take to hear that yeah. you know hey how do we we spend the entire first half getting to your guy so we expect adjustments in the second half that never came so right. you know like i said in the last in the last pod the chiefs uh coaching staff will We'll learn a lot from the tape, and yeah. uh, you know Super Bowl Forty Six, Bucks Chiefs, SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles.
1: <laughs> hey, we may have to go to that game too.
2: Well, if you can foot the fourteen thousand dollar bill for the ticket, you bet you, buddy.
1: Well, I I definitely can, and I definitely will, but I don't think that the tickets next, depending on where we're at with the pandemic, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But I think um, you know, before that, I think the highest price was like in the 10, 12 range. So yeah, yeah. You know, you know, it hit records. But yeah, I would love to see the Bucks rematch. Mahomes v Brady 2.0. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably have a different outcome, but it would just be, you know, it'd be fun to to go to that and um possibly see Brady win his eighth ring. What's up with that? <laughs> Our Mahomes win his second. What's up
2: with that? <laughs> hey, hey, real quick before we leave, uh, everybody, I want you to check out uh, ESPN does some amazing, amazing uh, uh, short films. I know everybody thinks of ESPN as. You know, the the sports channel and yada, yada, yada. But uh, they've got some amazing documentaries they do on athletes. And there's an amazing new E60 out uh, about San Francisco Giants outfielder Drew Robinson, who, uh, if you haven't heard this kid's story, it is quite remarkable. Came out of college, highly, highly uh, prospected recruit, got signed by the Rangers, uh, then got sent back down to the minor leagues, actually attempted suicide by putting a gun to his head and pulling the trigger. He survived. He survived. And the story of his resilience and the story of his comeback is really... You know, if you if you or someone you know is having thoughts of su- suicide or, or is in any kind of emotional distress, you know, first of all, get help. Um, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1 800 273 TALK if you need to, uh, or even if you don't think you need to. But uh, for anyone that has ever been down in the dumps and thinks that uh, their life can't, turn around take a look at this uh, ESPN e60 on Drew Robinson and uh, I think you will you'll you'll see as he says uh, I, I keep the gun that I had that day and I keep it because now I look at it and I think I am stronger than you.
0: Been listening to Unfiltered with Bobby and Luke. Politics, tech, entertainment global headlines real and raw real and raw finally a podcast with real talk and no bullshit we hope you enjoyed the show but if we pissed you off that's okay too find us on facebook and twitter at bobby and luke on instagram at unfiltered with bobby and luke and on linkedin at unfiltered with bobby and luke how many dashes do we need there fellas my god anyway make sure to like rate and review and of course leave a comment and check out the website at bobbyandluke.com this is unfiltered signing off